Hey guys, this is Callie here on the third episode of Callie Can't Stop Talking. And today we're going to be doing a really spooky episode for Halloween. And we're actually going to talk about a topic very close to my heart. The only reason it's close to my heart is because it keeps happening to my heart. We're going to talk about ghosting. Ooh. <laughs> and I have here two experts. No, I'm just kidding. They're in a couple and they've been in a couple for like five years. So they know very little about this trend, but they're going to weigh in anyway. So I have my younger sister who is hiding her face. You can't see it. Steffi Ringelberg. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> and my brother-in-law to be uh jerome of the lions say hello hello i'm not sure they can hear you you might have to move a bit closer okay (laughs) lovely um okay so i'm just gonna keep talking as one does so you don't have to be nervous because if you don't want to say anything then it's just what everyone else is used to but i would prefer you did because it does sound better with somebody else but at home, you won't know if I'm just doing different voices. <laughs> so, here we go. That'd be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all my impressions of Callie doing impressions. Um, it's actually just me doing really bad British accents. Sometimes Irish, sometimes Scottish, and then I'll call them Australian. Um, but yeah, so... I wanted to talk about this new trend. And Jerome and I actually had an interesting conversation as Steffi looked around not knowing what it was about and about how guys more easily and not just guys guys i'm gonna put it out there i know this probably happens a lot to guys as well which i'd love you to um share your input because on this end we don't really have it from the girls because i personally do not ghost Steffi might ghost but it would be weird she's been in a relationship for a while and she ghosts me all the time (laughs) (laughs) that's falling asleep um but yeah so Basically, this is something that seems what we talked about was it seems to be happening more and more. And we discussed if it had to do with the apps. Um, And Jerome gave a very interesting perspective on the apps as someone who never had to use them. (laughs) I mean, this guy's a giant and everyone can see him from afar and even men approach him. So I I doubt even men would ghost him. So, you know, some people just have it all. And of course he does have it all because he has the beautiful and very sexy and attractive (laughs) Steffi. Um, But yeah, so yeah, this is actually just going to be a podcast about me talking about how beautiful they are. (laughs) I'll share photos. Um, But yeah, so Jerome, your perspective from a male perspective. Yes, from a, I don't know if it's only purely from a male perspective, but from what I've seen, maybe from my friends or people around me that are very much engaged in the apps nowadays for dating, I think generally it's it's easier to sort of disconnect from the fact that you're engaging with people um and that makes it easier sometimes to to treat it just as almost like a numbers game you know um it's sort of easy to disconnect from your phone and when you are you're also disconnected from the person on the other end of it and yeah in many cases it's just 
it's easier to be more inconsiderate of the fact that mm-hmm. someone at the other end has feelings and is expecting a response or is expecting something back. And do you think it would be harder to actually, like, there, if you put in the element of face-to-face, you're also saying that they face-to-face actually have to deal with they don't like the person. So in a way, not having the face-to-face is actually better because A, you can ignore them, but B, even if you were the type to talk to them, you're doing it over message versus, like, an actual face-to-face having to deal with I don't know, broken heart or whatever, how people react to being rejected in person. I mean, it sounds like I haven't been, but I just haven't seen my face when it happens. Um, But Steffi, do you have uh, friends that are in the sort of dating world and with apps or what's their... Yeah, I have a lot of friends that are using the apps and a lot of successful stories and a lot of ones where... It will start off great, and you you meet someone, and sometimes you get to the phase of meeting them in person, and then the ghosting happens all the time, even when you thought the person was really decent, and you got along greatly, uh, great, you got along with them really well, and then all of a sudden, they just stop talking to you, and I personally don't think that's ever okay, because it's everyone's on their phone mm-hmm. all the time even if you're not someone who texts very much or anything it takes two seconds to either answer a message or tell someone sorry I've met someone else sorry I'm not feeling it sorry mm-hmm. whatever the reason you can even make something up but just make sure the person knows that you, you don't want to talk to them anymore I know it's not nice but it's nicer than it, the person sending you messages making excuses for the person like oh they're probably busy or they you know they probably didn't see it or whatever no matter she's what she's quoting me on those just <laughs> just so everyone knows not only you just uh, friends of mine as well that you know it's just heartbreaking that you might not even like the guy a lot or you didn't have time or the girl but like you didn't have time to figure that out but the moment someone ghosts you or the moment you get somewhat rejected without understanding even why, you even start thinking, do I like them more than I even Mm -hmm. did? It makes you, like, I just don't think, I think everyone, no matter what the situation, should at least just be like, no, sorry, not interested. Mm -hmm. And then it's done. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually had someone message me and say, you know, I had maybe talked to them once or twice, but just message and say, hey, I actually hit it off with somebody on the app and I was so happy for them and even if it had been a lie I just was really impressed with the way the guy kind of handled himself because it didn't leave me you know filling in the gaps myself but I do wonder if is it possible that because of this sort of numbers game are we going to get to a point where people actually convince themselves that ghosting is part of the game. And it's just sort of like, well, they can't expect me to actually tell them I'm not interested. They should know that within a few days, if I've stopped answering or whatever, that it's ghosting. And like, you know how we used to sort of have to make up whatever. I mean, I've done it. Like you make up, you're seeing someone just to sort of, you know, not you, you'll be like I, I have a boyfriend you know typical conversation at a club or a bar if you're not interested in the person and it's kind of like a should be kind of like an understanding that even if you don't have a boyfriend that you're just saying it 
to be as polite as you can, but nobody really wants to confront with the idea that even if I were single and there was, you know, nobody else in my life, I'm still not interested in you. And that's kind of what you might be dealing with with these apps. I mean, I know people that have been successful with it that it has been a numbers game for them. That's exactly how they think of it, that it's like you just push through and you take these things like, oh, that person stopped talking too bad. I guess it wasn't meant to be. But I don't know. Personally, I take it really hard. (laughs) I mean, even like I've had very recently two separate situations. One to me was obviously worse because I had been with the person, spent a long time with the person. Um, We, you know, it were doing long distance, but it was we FaceTimed, we talked on the phone, we saw each other in person. And I find at that point just like disconnecting the conversation is obviously obviously worse but then when i slowly was you know trying to get into it and this guy liked me as in he he did it first which means very little he could have just been the first to do it but it sort of sparked something like oh cool like maybe i can find interest in this person and we only spoke for a few days and then suddenly he was gone and It's weird how, not that the pain felt the same, obviously, but it does trigger that idea of like, wow, I didn't even get a chance. Or do I now care about this new person, which is crazy if you've never even met in person. But is there ever, do you find that there's ever sort of like a a line that it's okay to ghost up until it isn't? Like, There's definitely, I think there's definitely a breaking point where... You know, there's a certain level of investment, mm-hmm. you know, in these things. And when you're meeting someone in person, like, in the, you know, let's say the olden days where you went on a date pretty early on just to find out more about each other, that phase is sort of skipped because that phase mm-hmm. is, is done through an app or, or through text or whatever. Um, so it's almost like when you're still in that phase, it's almost accepted now Mm -hmm. that one can just sort of drop the conversation and disappear and it's like all right like you said we're moving on on to the next you know there's plenty of others Mm -hmm. out there you know but when you're when you're confronted with someone in front of you and you got to deal with the good but then you also have to deal with the bad in the sense that if you aren't feeling it you have to give an explanation you have to give a reason for why yeah you you don't want to continue this and that's okay you know like it's it's about mutual respect as well Mm -hmm. But when you're, like I said, when you're in that phase over the phone, it's just so easy to be like, ah, I'm not feeling it. I'm just going to... you're not really seeing them as people yeah, yet. Yeah, they're not like, yet yeah. really someone that you're... Yeah, like it's, it's like a certain level of investment. You're still not at a point where you feel like you owe them something. You mm-hmm. know, you're like, ah, I gave it a try. I'm not feeling it. Bye. Mm-hmm. And, and just to be clear, I mean, none of us here, at least we've discussed this, actually agree that that is the way people should handle it. We're just discussing it in a way of trying to find understanding of it. And I mean, I think that we all would agree that saying something, even if it's just sort of blunt and like, hey, not feeling it is better than saying nothing. Um, and the fact of the matter is personally, the reason that I've always been so like, maybe I'm an an idiot, but it takes me a while to realize if I'm being ghosted because 
I'm busy and and so when people tell me like oh I'm busy I try to be as understanding and respectful as possible and I do feel like I'd almost be the type that like two months later oh my god I just got so busy I'd be like oh dude like me too you know and my fear with that is is people like to say like oh you're setting a precedent or you're setting like you know you're basically saying it's okay especially in the beginning when it's supposed to be and I'm not sure how much I agree with this because of what we're talking about that in the beginning it's supposed to be exciting and hands-on and like you're supposed to want to talk to them all the time and I just I don't think that's necessarily the case for people that can slowly learn to like somebody I mean it's not my case I'm like (laughs) in love when I when I see them but in general um, that's what a lot of people like to say. They're like, oh, but this should be the exciting phase. If they ignore you later on, <laughs> that's one thing. But I don't think that's actually how it works. Like ignoring in the beginning, maybe that I would like to think in a very like perfect world that the type of person that would ignore you even in the beginning would maybe still be the same person that would ignore in the end. But... It's just weird to think that, oh, I'll treat you better when you're my girlfriend or, oh, I'll treat you better when I actually like you. And when to me, ghosting is disrespect at its at its core. Like it's not it has nothing to do with what you owe me or don't owe me. It has to do with a general basic conversation or agreement with people that you should have. And I I don't agree that the apps would eliminate that from someone's personality like would you be able would you have a friend that you were like honestly they are the most respectful person i know and they ghost every single girl that comes into their life that's probably not likely but i don't know maybe it is completely separate maybe they don't see it as disrespect they just see it as part of the game but then it makes me wonder how relationships might have changed like you guys have been off the market let's call it that for five years um i know i was in four and something relationship got into a two-year relationship very shortly after so I was about let's say six years out of commission there for this kind of world and then being thrown into it especially older like I have friends that have been in a relationship for this long that are just like Jesus Christ please never break up because it's it's a scary world but I do wonder how it's changed how we see relationship that numbers game like do you lose that or does it become like your first fight or your first things like that is like well I remember back in the app days there were 10 other people waiting for my you know my word so I mean I I think like because ghosting happens not only on for people who like made on the apps right like mm-hmm. and recently a friend of mine just got ghosted by someone who came off as like this most amazing, so attentive, um, extremely into her to the point where she didn't know how she felt, um, but liked them. And then all of a sudden, just, you know, like, and she took it in the first couple of days as like busy is busy, that's fine. But still with that little itch in the back of her head, like, he's busy, but you know, you have time to see my stuff on Instagram, mm-hmm. you have time to like my photos, you have time to watch my story, but you don't have time to mm-hmm. answer my message. And obviously, social media plays a big role in that. It makes you go a little bit crazy about stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for me personally, being in a long-distance relationship for as long as we have, 
at the beginning there were things that you know I was more aware of um Jerome maybe not and then we had to come to like realize what made me hurt and what he didn't like things like that and then you kind of but if you don't even get to that phase where you're even allowed to talk about these things or if you do want to talk about it you come off like oh whoa wait we've only been seeing each other for three Mm -hmm. years calm down (laughs) you know um then I think it happens in the apps or, or not the only difference is I think I personally if I were on the app, I would really struggle with the idea that I've been talking to someone for three, four days, really liking the person, and then, like, we get along really well, and then have it in the back of my mind that you might be doing the exact same thing with mm-hmm. five other people, mm-hmm. so ghosting me might be really easy after he's gone on a date with one of those mm-hmm. other five people he talked to, so what am I, then would I have to be like, let me ask him out quickly so that I'm the first one he goes out with out of these people like I find it would be really stressful to know and then it's even worse if you get ghosted after being yeah if you meet them and that it's the weird thing is obviously that's the same in real life as you said you could go you can meet someone at a bar and maybe they have an ex that they're still with or something like that but it's less sort of in your face it's sort of like the bachelor bachelorette kind of kind of system where you know when it's happening right in front of you even if you were you know putting it in the back of your mind I mean I've been with somebody that told me he's like you know if you're looking for someone who's not um, gonna be sleeping with other people at the same time then you're looking at the wrong person and it was I I admire the honesty by all means but I'm I'm gonna say that in that one case the honesty wasn't really as welcomed as I thought because it kind of forced me to make a decision with the information now that I had that I thought was too soon to figure out. Like I might've ended up fizzling out with this person and then he could just do his own lifestyle or he could have just continued that. And maybe he would be like, actually, you know what? I'd like to, to, to stay with this one girl or whatever version. But the idea that, and yes, he gave me the choice, but that he was kind of forcing my hand to make the decision, um, you know, do I want to be okay with this? And I've, I found that the moment I said I was okay with it rather than I just didn't know, I was setting us up to being just friends with benefits. That's how I saw it. Because he's putting it out there and if I say yes, he's like, sweet, she knows this is the case. She knows that this is our agreement. Awesome. And then never again would I be able to say like, okay, dude, it's been a year. (laughs) Like, what are we, you know? And so it was kind of setting that up for that. And to me, that was kind of a waste of time. And so that puts it in my mind. Is it too soon to say that for me to just cut off and say, well, then apps obviously aren't the way of life. I think think the apps are definitely putting, maybe, maybe not putting an emphasis, but they almost make you crave like a quantity, um, Mm -hmm rather than like quality relationships, you know, because mm. you're, you, I mean, any given person is given probably more attention on these apps and perhaps they would in real life just because of the fact that, just because of the sheer numbers of people that are, let's say, available to you in that moment on there. Um, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't leave your house and meet a hundred people on the street, but you could mm-hmm. potentially swipe through a yeah. thousand people within an hour mm-hmm. and hit 50 matches, let's say, yeah. or whatever. Um, You'd hit 50 math. Or 100. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Low numbers for Jerome and Steffi over here. But just to say, you know, if you were to do that in person, it would yeah. take you, you know, a very, very long time to even mm-hmm. get in touch with that many people on yeah. that kind of level. Um, so it's almost like you're, you're craving that 
or you're, you're, you, you, in the back of your mind, you're always like, well, you filter through some people very quickly and you think, mm -hmm. oh, well, if it's not perfect, then there's probably a lot other, of other people yeah. there potentially. And but what if there's someone better out there? So you're always kind of thinking of the alternative rather than trying to invest yourself mm -hmm. in what's in front of you at the moment. So you're almost afraid of that even low level of commitment in the beginning mm -hmm. because you're thinking, uh, there's probably yeah. someone along the line that's better or you're kind of curious as to what else is out there continuously. And, you kind and of even if you did that before apps and stuff, it was like a question. Whereas in this case, you've, you've almost had it like put in your face. Yeah. You know, it's like gone were the days that you had a suggestion. There are singles in your... It's like your fingers. <laughs> you you're know? like, all you have to do is, you know, it takes yeah. two seconds to move on from someone. And or... it's bringing in people that you might not have met through conventional means in the sense of like you have something instantly almost instantly in common if you met in a class if you met at a bar maybe even if it's just that that's the bar I normally go to or we both like beer whatever it is like it used to be that we could only meet a certain amount of people and I do remember this is the struggle I find for me is at for whoever it's been designed for I don't know who it's been designed for but in my mind it works successfully and as Steffi said success stories I also know some and for people that are busy yeah. and because after college um after you know these sort of forced not forced I mean they were great but we had all these opportunities to meet new people and I just find now unless you're willing to date someone at work like or within your field or within something that you see every day It is, it is very difficult to meet people. And like for me, I actually found the apps were cool that because I moved back to Montreal, it wasn't the new people. It was the people that I had sort of met years before or kind of knew of. So I haven't really ventured into the, uh, I mean, I did once and, you know, <laughs> ghosting happened um, because again, maybe it is that, that like, obviously there's separate issues, but maybe it is that out of sight, out of mind. Maybe it is that idea but I'm looking at a couple that has done let's say four years out of their five-year relationship long distance so out of sight out of mind doesn't really apply and I personally have done it as well and you know long distance has never been an not okay not that it's never been an issue it's not ideal we can all agree that it's in this room fun. it's not fun it's not fun when your person is far away and that's the person you want. But at the end of the day, it is better than just some other person that just happens to be there. And But is that rare or is it just yes. that that person, because this is also an idea, not obviously not about you guys, but is it possible that if you sort of bell curve that you're like, no, no, I need to stick with this person, that there are actually a lot of people staying in relationships? out of stubbornness or out of, you know, of course, love, 100%. but not moving on. And that not to say that the healthy side is the numbers game, but it, there's a possibility that the other end as well, not revisiting your relationship, not looking at, is this the right thing for me? Fear of being single again and going out into this ghosting yeah. world that is terrifying. Um, uh, it, it's interesting. I like how to see, to see how relationships are changing and the, we'd like to think of them as like, we're all individuals. So we think differently, but there are trends just like this with ghosting. And I don't know if it's because I've seen it more appear on social media, you know, people 
posting about it, talking about it. Mm-hmm. There's a name for it. So exactly, exactly. There's a term. I mean, there's a term for everything these days, but it it exists enough. You're right that we're describing it and we're 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 sort of talking about it. Even we're talking about it here, and um, it's like. There's this weird need inside of me to say how selfish it is to ignite something in somebody and just let it die. And like, it's obviously this is the most poetic way I can put it. It's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be seen that way. But I do agree with this, like, this idea of, hey, maybe this could be something. Hey, look how well we get along. And I kind of like, I have to equate it sometimes with like a job interview. You know, have you ever like just waited for the interview? You're like, come on, like you just need to talk to me and we'll get to the point to see if we work. And that's like the first date. You want to just get to there and figure it out, both of you. And then, so you get the job interview and what happens if the place is amazing and it's exactly what you want and where you want to be. And they tell you, we have six other candidates and you're basically sitting there like, They could have any number of things that just happens to work better. But your first instinct is to say, what did I do wrong? Like, what could I have done to fit better in this? And and honestly, like, take away the emotional side by putting it into work. But look at it as, you know, I've honed these skills. This is who I am at this point. Like, and it really could be as simple as they had something in common with the person they were interviewing or they had a level, like one experience that they shared. They had something so small and so simple. And that is the same with relationships. Like Steffi was saying, it could be that someone got to asking the date first and, you know, luck have it, that great guy you were talking to, great or not, it doesn't matter, but he met five other great people and got the yeah. chance to stick with one. I mean, unfortunately, that I think that's that's life. You know, that happens mm-hmm. all the time. I think that's always happened. But certainly now we have, I'd say we have more of a responsibility as well through these apps to to have to not lose the common decencies that mm-hmm. we're taught. Um, just because it's so easy, you know, just because it's easy to to drop someone like that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should. You know, yeah. you wouldn't if you wouldn't do it in real life or you wouldn't do it face to face. So why would you do it yeah. through an app like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's the problem as well. And I, I don't think any of these companies that are starting these apps are putting any kind of emphasis on sort of your ethical obligation while you're using it. It's just kind of like, oh, here's an app. Feel free to just do whatever yeah. it is as long as there's no bullying or whatever. But, you know, you can argue that this I don't know if bullying is worse or. Or better than this, you know? I mean, you're yeah. kind of, like you said, you're uniting some, some, with it, yeah. some emotion in someone and they're certainly invested in some way and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you disappear and what happens next, yeah. you know? So. And then you get called crazy. <laughs> yeah, or, and, and I mean, again, male or female, yeah, it does t- it does tend to maybe happen a little bit more with, with females, but only maybe because men aren't as verbal with it. Like maybe they are questioning just as much, they're just not as verbal with it. And I, I agree 100%. Yeah, you get called crazy because you're like, geez, doesn't she understand that I'm It was not implied. Interested? Yeah. It's like, no, it's not understood that we went on like a couple of dates and we got along really well and nothing bad happened. And you're not, I'm a good person. So I'm thinking he's just busy. He's like, I'm making excuses for this person, obviously. But like, then it gets to the point that you're like, wow, okay. And 
But by that time, the person's already called you crazy to their friends, always been like, yeah, I mean, I haven't answered her messages in, like, five mm. days. Doesn't she understand? Like, no, uh, and I'd, I'd love if people person. had more of that in their life almost just like wait why do you think she's crazy or why do you think he's crazy and then like oh no man it's been five days I haven't answered them and then someone to just be like yeah maybe that's why like seriously this could be resolved like, by a text and again if they turn and say what the hell like and freak out and get angry that's on them and how they've responded to it you've done your job which is I agree but it almost does make you feel crazy because you start to go through it and you're like did I miss something should I be paying more attention next time you're questioning you know am I bad at red flags like and all of that makes you really I don't know personally it makes me pretty nervous for the for the next time because you want to give everyone a new chance or you you start playing the game you start thinking okay next person okay had a date with them or started speaking to them I'm not going to text them first I'm not going to ask them out Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for them to do it and then maybe that yeah. they are on the other side thinking the exact same thing. And you're playing this mm-hmm. stupid game where you're both thinking that you're, like, not interested when really you're sat around your phone hoping the, ne- the person texts you. Like, Yeah, if- we're all playing games with each other because we're afraid that, like, you know, it's almost like a communication chicken. We're like, who's going to cave first? And if it's too soon who's going to be crazy first, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and at the end of the day, if we were just more able to talk and, and you know, the the funny thing about it is even as I think of this, like if we were just more able to talk, I've had things that I've even mentioned. I was like, Whoa, that's way too soon for that to happen. Like even myself, but I'll talk to the person and try to be like, look, I've actually been honest with someone before. They like, we barely talked and they're like, let's go for coffee. And I had no idea who this person was. And I was like, do you mind if we wait a week? And instead of them saying, oh yeah. And like, even they acknowledge it. They're like, yeah, a bit too soon, isn't it? They didn't really talk to me in the next few days. And I'm not saying, you know, when I said, can we wait a week? I'd like to get to know more before I reach out or like whatever. It sort of was like, okay, talk to you in a week. And it's interesting because it was, I felt I was honest. And by that point I was kind of like, okay, well that's not going to have the same effect. But on his end, he probably was like, well, I'm bad at this talking thing anyway. I don't want to waste time doing that. I'll just wait next week and then we can see each other in person, get to where I am more comfortable as well. Um, So the fact is we're dealing with variables, which are people. And we can all agree ghosting is not the way to deal with this when it's an already difficult world to uh, navigate. And yeah, you guys uh, never break up, please. No, I'm <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to end that here. And if you guys have any final words, it'd be great. Because everyone, I'm sure, is loving hearing you guys talk. Um, because it's not me, but also because you guys are great. And uh, you probably give some hope back into the world. And, and you know, leave it on uh, Jerome's note that he brought up. And Steffi lovingly looked at him while this happened. And I think they fell in love again. It was gross. I barfed. Um, but basically that people need to take a little bit more accountability for what they're doing even if it's it's like nah she definitely didn't like me or no he definitely didn't like me in those few days doesn't matter it's your own integrity that's a little bit in question here and you know what never hurt anybody honestly like if they respond poorly to you that's on them but you did what you could and you were honest or not and again I'm not even saying, like, be brutally honest and be like, dude, you said the wrong thing. 
I'm saying don't let them fill in the gaps because when we let people fill in the gaps, insecurities will creep through and you'll have people questioning if they matter to somebody they might not have even been interested in as well. Like it might put them in, oh, that's okay. That person wasn't really, you know, my type anyway. And that's it. And you move on and they, they feel, I don't know, lighter. Maybe that's just me speaking from experience, but, um, yeah, let me know your uh, ghost stories, everybody. Ooh, and happy Halloween. Also, just because Quebec wanted it to be tomorrow, you don't win on this one. I'm handing out candy all day to weird, maybe dressed up people or not. <laughs> Bye.